On Wednesday night, um, Premier Daniel Smith took to the airwaves, radio and television, province-wide for eight minutes. Um, and sort of setting the stage for next week's budget, I think, was the primary goal. And, you know, the takeaways, there was two big ones, I think. One of them was, you know what, we're going to have to be careful with our spending, okay? Um, not going to continue to talk yesterday about no cuts. We're not going to be cutting anything. Other people say, well, it technically is a cut because you're not going to keep spending in line with inflation and population growth. So we'll see exactly how that shake out, shakes out when the dollars are announced next week. The other piece was... Um, Focusing yet again on the Alberta Heritage Trust Fund, which, like I say, and I said yesterday morning, um, she's now officially an Alberta Premier because she stood up there and talked about the Heritage Trust Fund and how she's going to build it up and blah, 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 blah. And that, that's a rite of passage for a Premier in this province going back to when the thing was invented in the 70s. And every single Premier since has talked about the resource revenue roller coaster and how we have to get off it and we have to build up the Heritage Savings and Trust Fund. And, and you know how that goes. It, it's been a constant, constant theme in Alberta politics, well, forever. So... um on that night, Dave Quest, who was a conservative MLA in this province for eight years, 2007 to 2015, uh, and, and while he was an MLA for uh, Strathcona County, he actually did serve as chair of the Heritage Trust Fund Committee for the government of Alberta. He reached out to me Wednesday and said, I got, I got a few things to say. I got some thoughts, some concerns, some questions about what we heard from Premier Daniel Smith. So I said, okay, you know, as a guy who sat on the board, and interested to get your take on this. So Dave joins us now. Um, Dave, thanks so much for being here. I appreciate your time. Well, thanks for the opportunity, Jay. So, yeah, we were taking a t you know a look at what was going on. There's a lot going on. Basically, if you want to break it down to its simplest terms, it's $400 billion in the Heritage Trust Fund by 2050. That's the goal that Danielle Smith has set for herself. You've taken a look at some of the numbers and some of what you had to say. What did you think about what you heard from the Premier when it comes to the Trust Fund? Well, I have some questions, Jay, in my own mind. I mean, the fund started in 76, right at $2.2 billion, and... Uh, uh, it grew until well, actually, it grew almost every year. There were a couple of setbacks, but essentially, it, it was about twenty-one billion dollars in twenty-three. And just to put that in perspective, it was eleven billion in two thousand three. So, the fund has grown um, and uh, at a respectable rate. Um, there, you know, certain myths out there that have been squandered. Or I even heard a news anchor the other night say that the make comment that the fund was gone. Well, the fund definitely isn't gone. It's eleven, mm -hmm. but. Um, I, I'm just looking at the numbers, and so the fund would average over the past 20 years about a billion, a billion and a half uh, in income per year. Uh, some of that, a few hundred million, would be taken off uh, certain years for roads and schools and hospitals and things like that. But uh, I, I just don't understand the comment that the Premier made about if the money had been left in the fund, that today we would have $250 billion. Right. I don't understand how a billion or a billion and a half a year in income left in the fund uh, would would now be $250 billion. So that, that I, I think, I'd, I'd love to know who made that calculation, who drew that chart, <laughs> because I think it's extremely unlikely we would be anywhere close to that. Maybe they thought we should have put it into Bitcoin or something. I don't know. But in any case, uh, nowhere close to that. So, you know, you start looking at what the sacrifices would have been, even if we had just left all of the money in the fund, and not taking a few hundred million dollars off. And, and you think of the roads, schools, hospitals, nurses, and teachers that we wouldn't have today um, uh, if we had uh, been more aggressive with the fund. So now looking at numbers where literally seven, eight, ten billion a year 
would have to be put into the fund every year from now until 2050. Yeah, yeah. Um, that is a huge amount of money. Uh, and I just think Albertans need to have the discussion uh, about uh, um, if they're prepared to make the immense sacrifices that they are going to have to make uh, in order for that number to be reached. Okay, uh, let, let's back up a little bit here. When we, when we talk about this, like you say, so it's, yeah, if you do the math, you know, to, to have it go to $400 billion, now, there's going to be some return. I don't know how you would do that calculation, Dave, in terms of how much would actually have to go in, but you're right. It is a tremendous amount of money, right? Yes, it is. Um, so, according to the Premier, you're looking at about, or economists saying you're looking at like $14, $15 billion of investment. Now, tell me more about where the money has gone. And like you say, it's not, you know, it hasn't completely depleted the fund. There is still money in the trust fund to the tune of several billion dollars. Um, but when the money is withdrawn, what's it withdrawn for? Like, how, it, we often hear, you know, politicians use it as a piggy bank, blah, blah, blah. Where did the money go? What was it used for, Dave? You know, historically, like so many other things, I mean, initially that fund with the Lougheed government, they were making low-interest loans to other provinces. They were buying grain cars. And then later on, uh, it became more of an investment fund. And so what would happen is the growth in the fund uh, would be taken off for uh, general revenue, and then it would be inflation-proof, so the actual principal value of the fund never went down. And then, of course, you you have, you know, uh, um, growth and compounding and those things all all going on. So um, in the time that, that we were in the government, um, uh, a lot of that time, of course, there was incredible growth going on in this province. And as Ralph Klein used to say, you know, these hundreds of thousands of people coming to Alberta don't bring the road schools and hospitals with them. And so that money could be in a ring road or a hospital or a school, or maybe it helped a teacher or a, teacher or a nurse uh, um, uh, pay for their pay for their post secondary education, and it would, it would be in all of those things. But it was primarily growth pressures at the time. And looking forward, if uh, the growth forecasts are anywhere close to correct, those growth growth pressures are going to increase. So we're going to need more money. Right. Yeah. Um, hey, Dave, I wanted to ask you, because every time we talk about the Heritage Trust Fund, and it, it was happening just when we were talking about it yesterday morning following the Premier's speech, and everybody always says, we could be just like Norway. Now, Norway's got a, a sovereign wealth fund that is over a trillion dollars, I believe. And and again, it, there are similarities because it's the investment of oil and gas revenue, and, and that's what it is. And now it's it's grown into this massive, monstrous investment fund uh, to Norway's, you know, much to their credit. We don't have that here, but everybody says we should. Is that true? I mean, you're talking about some differences. What Could we be in the same position as Norway if we handled this differently? Because, I mean, that fund didn't start until the 90s, Dave, 20 years after ours. No, absolutely not. Um, it, it's a completely different scenario. Uh, Norway is a country. The state owns um, a lot of their energy assets. Um, Alberta is a province. Uh, we make transfer payments to Canada to the tune of about $20 billion a year. So even if we weren't making transfer payments and that money went directly into a savings fund, we would have six, $700 billion in that fund today. <laughs> so that alone uh, makes it different. We're one of the lowest tax jurisdictions in the world, and, and Norway is one of the highest. I mean, the sales tax in Norway is five times what it is in Alberta, 25% for sales tax alone. So, so you know, it, it, it's... It's an entirely different scenario. That fund also has pensions in it. It's the general pension mm-hmm, fund. Mm-hmm. So Wayneco has about $160 billion in the fund, um, uh, including pensions that, that they manage. So even with just the pensions in the fund, to make it comparable, we would have 
200 billion today. So, no, they are completely different, uh, completely different scenarios. Um, and I don't think Albertans uh, would welcome the idea of, say, a 25% sales tax so they could grow their legacy fund. No, you're probably right about that. No question. Um, what should it be, Dave? If, if we, if we did it right, if we do it right, if it, it, what should the Heritage Trust Fund, what should we expect of it? Well, you know, the, the, the goal of it, of it being, um, uh, a fund to generate revenues when, when, uh, non-renewable resource revenues decline or gone is a great goal, but I don't think anybody knows what that, what that number is, Shay. Uh, it might be 400 billion. But again, um, uh, what is the sacrifice in the meantime to, to get to that number? And, and I think, you know, at some point, nobody wants to have the conversation, as you called it, the political suicide tax the yeah. other day. Yeah. You know, going forward, and we're talking about decades from now, but uh, I think the idea of, of, of putting hundreds and hundreds of millions or billions, rather, of dollars into a, into a fund and not looking at some of the other options, um, I think some of those other options are going to have to be looked at someday, or we will be making incredible sacrifices between now and then. Dave, great insight. Appreciate your time today. Thank you so much for being with us. Absolutely. Thank you. You bet. Dave Quest, um, former MLA, 2008 to 2015, uh, but more importantly, was chair of the uh, Heritage Trust Fund Committee during some of that tenure uh, within provincial government. And I mean, to be honest with you, I'm have a good deal of frustration when it comes to this conversation because we've had it so many times and we seem to have the same thing over and over and over again. I get tired of that fast. Like, I don't want to have the same conversation, right? Like, I don't want to hear you say that you're going to spend more money on healthcare. We've tried that. G- give me something different. Come up with a better way, right? I mean, at, at some point, you kind of go, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me a thousand times, maybe it's on me. <laughs> like, So I'm a little cynical. I would love to see this you know, work out the way that it's promised. $400 billion in the next 26 years. You do the math. I can't. But it's a tremendous amount of money that would have to go into that thing.